Hey everybody, my name is Alex and this is Lunchbox Radio. I'm not saying Lunchbox Radio Sunday edition. I'm not saying coming at you from the perch because I'm literally lying in bed. And I wanted to A, encourage you to go listen to the episode on Hajime no Ippo, especially if you're into sports anime and you have no idea what Hajime no Ippo is. So definitely go listen to that. But the thing I want to talk about this Sunday is a is the messy transition to the new monolithic Crunchyroll scenario. And to do this, I want to talk about, actually, Apple for a second, because Apple just had a big event, but of where they announced, like, a big fancy new studio computer and all this other stuff. But every year... The Verge writes one article, kind of religiously, and it goes, the title of the article goes something like this, it's 2022, and the Apple Magic Mouse still charges from the bottom. And I'm telling you this for a specific reason, I'll get to it after. Um, the Apple Magic Mouse, when they first came out with it, was battery-powered, and I promptly took myself out of the battery game, got myself a Magic Mouse, since I use both PC and Mac, but I'm a, really a Mac head at heart. Um, I... And so I had rechargeable batteries, and I just keep recharging them. When I saw that they had a charging Magic Mouse, and I still occasionally do this when I forget, I went to go find it and be like, is that what I... Do I want to replace this? Do I want to, like... Do I want to free up a pair of AA rechargeables for something else in my life? Make make it easier on myself. I came to the conclusion I didn't because the Magic Mouse charged from the bottom. It was a worse product design. Simply because nobody stopped to ask the question. Now... And they've yet, and they've yet to fix it. And what I mean by charging from the bottom is, I mean it's got a flat charging port on the bottom. You have to turn this computer mouse upside down and plug something into the bottom, so you can't use it while it's charging. It's insane. And here's where I'm going to switch to Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll, since before Funimation, since before the whole Funimation being swallowed whole thing, has treated its different audio tracks as if they were different seasons. This is for two reasons. This is for one primary reason. And the primary reason is Crunchyroll is available in multiple different countries all over the world. You can watch Crunchyroll in Australia. You can watch Crunchyroll in Spain. You can watch Crunchyroll just about any place other than Japan. And actually, I think that might have changed even. Like, I think you couldn't watch Crunchyroll in some cases in Japan. I'm sure that will change now that they're Sony's platform of choice. What this means is that they have to use DRM to region lock different versions of a show 
to different countries. So you can see this in in the way Netflix works. If you physically go, and you can do this with a v, with a VPN too. It's a fun time. If you have Netflix on, say, your iPad Pro, and you take you and your iPad Pro fly to Japan, and you log into Netflix, your iPad Pro, you and you are physically now in Japan, and you, your iPad, the internet recognizes this and says, "Hey, he's not sitting on his couch in freaking New Jersey anymore. He's in Tokyo." Serve him, don't serve him the stuff that's only legally allowed to be seen in New Jersey, in America. Serve him, serve him the stuff that's only legally allowed to be seen in Japan. And your entire Netflix changes. This is a top selling point of VPNs because you could do this digitally and everything can change and you don't have to leave the comfort of your home. You could watch things that are available in Canada or things that are available in Germany or whatever. And every streaming company needs to do this because they only have licenses for distribution in certain countries. However, most of them do it without you knowing it. That's why you can watch like the Simpsons on Netflix in Germany. Because Disney Plus has only made the deal for The Simpsons in America. But The Simpsons might play in Germany with a German dub, but the rights are, the distribution rights are managed differently. That's how people make money off of their entertainment properties. Um, the problem with Crunchyroll, with way Crunchyroll is doing it, is instead of doing that quietly and managing it for the customer entirely, they're dumping it all in one place, and that is the season list of a show. What this does is this creates a problem. Because the streaming hardware that you're using is confusing everything. It's saying, hey, the next episode, we're looking for the next episode, and the first episode, the first next episode that comes up, for me at least, is the Spanish dub track. Often. So what will happen is when I go through Apple TV and not through Crunchyroll to watch the next episode of something, they'll be like, hey, um, you don't have the right to watch this. Listen, I know you just watched a show, but oopsies, you don't have the right. You, this is region locked. Now, that relies on me, the viewer, to go back into the season struct, go back into the season list and pick the right season. The one that's the English dubbed season or the English sub season, whichever, whatever is appropriate for what I'm watching. And that's a huge problem because 
what what Crunchyroll isn't getting is that the point at which I can get off the train I can just be like nope mm -mm, done and that's that's totally understandable because Crunchyroll's fucking up they're having issues whatever move on that's what I that's what I see when reality all I need to do is go in switch a thing But because Crunchyroll is not treating audio tracks the way you treat audio tracks on, say, a DVD, they are using them basically for region locking purposes, but also giving people, giving the user free access to them. You are, it's causing problems. So the way you fix this very simple. You take all of those audio tracks, you put them back in the file. And A, you reduce the amount of files you have because you no longer have multiples of the same file in different freaking languages. You just have one file with multiple audio tracks. It's literally less files. A bigger a bigger base file, but literally less files. And then you... You do season list like a normal season list, and it decomplicates everything. And then you can do something that, um, as far as I know, only High Dive does, which is ingenious. And that is, you can offer the user a preference, and the user can say, "I only ever want to watch. Um, I, I want to watch the English dub of shows." When that's available to me. What's not available to me. Service me the English subtitles. Or let's say you're. Um, the person is Spanish speaking. From a Spanish speaking country. You can say. Or Spanish speaking. Or from a Spanish speaking country. Very important. You can say. I want to watch the. Spanish dub. Or Spanish subtitle version. Because, and so that gets rid of one key thing that I think that Crunchyroll doesn't doesn't realize is a giant headache. And that's when you want to watch... That's when you just go into Crunchyroll blind, click on Demon Slayer, and Demon Slayer will show, won't show you Demon, like the current season you're on if you haven't watched it before. Or if... You rewatch the first season. It'll show you the first season. And then you go... Actually, I think it shows you the first season no matter what you do. And you have to go find the second season or the movie or whatever. And it shows you this huge list of every version of Demon Slayer you could possibly goddamn want. And you have to parse that thing and find where you were, basically. By putting all those audio tracks in there, you've turned it to a list of simply season one, season two, Demon Slayer, the movie Mugen Train. You get out of all the other, like, Swahili, Portuguese nonsense. 
you simplify it for the customer, you simplify it for you, you have to do some DRM management on the back end, but you know that's your job, this is, this is your livelihood, so, you know, fix it, not complicated. And then there's one last issue that has been an odd. There is, there is a transition that I think is insane that could have been just a button press on the back end of your Instagram account. This is, this is easy shit, people. Come on. And what that is. Is I'm still getting ads, and mind you, I have a Funimation subscription. I have all the subscriptions, fools. I'm still getting ads for joining Funimation. They are so clearly holding that thing face in the water until the bubbles stop coming up that it's crazy. Like, you can turn on Funimation any version of the Funimation app right now, the first thing you see is Crunchyroll he may be like, hey, I'm slowly eating this thing alive. Come on over to Crunchyroll free for two months, which is insane. Um, why am I still getting Crunchyroll? Why am I still getting, like, hey, are you interested in signing up for Funimation ads? That shouldn't be a thing. It just shouldn't be a thing. Funimation should not be advertising. Why? Because it's not going to exist probably by the end of the year. If that. It's not a viable end product. More, But also, more than that, it doesn't need to be. You guys are merging... Two services. Like you. I guarantee you. Based on brand recognition. And brand loyalty. You are not going. To. Drive customers away. By serving them a Crunchyroll ad instead. Crunchyroll has pretty good. It's a pretty good um, brand speak right now, at least for the most part. There some, there always be some contrarious people, but the fact that you're still the fact that you are you're setting people you're setting potential customers up for disappointment by saying hey. Sign up for the service. And as soon as they jump into that service, when if they're interested in, in a streaming anime platform, they're looking at Crunchyroll and Funimation. If they don't know the business dealings there, and they just think they're both the same price, how do I pick? They're comparing libraries, probably. They're thinking about what's available where. Not aware that everything's available on Crunchyroll now. Or. Or it's like they want primarily old anime. And they're signing up for Retro Crush. Or something for free or something. 
they made the conscious decision to go to Funimation. As soon as they get into that app, they say, oops, you picked wrong. Now you get a free two months of Crunchyroll, maybe. That's insane. That's customer dissatisfaction with extra steps. I know I pay more attention to this stuff than most people because I'm crazy. I'm an old. I'm an old. I'm a crazy old taku. But you gotta get this stuff right. And what's worse is getting it right is so goddamn easy. We have a DVD industry that's figured out how people want to, a uh, uh, Blu-ray and DVD in, industry that's figured out how people want to treat audio tracks on their shit. Turn around, grab a copy of, I don't know, whatever the nearest Gundam is, and just pop it in your DVD player and, like, notice that they have audio track selection menus. Notice that they have subtitle track options. Do that. Better yet, do the thing the Apple TV does. Give Apple TV access to that stuff and it will handle it for you, I guarantee it. This is not... This may seem like on the back end of Crunchyroll of this huge, daunting decision. It is not. This is the problem with an answer. There will be different problems, I guarantee you. There will be, do we carry a show or do we stream in a country? Maybe at war, Sony picked the right option on that. Crunchyroll recently dropped out of Russia, just like everything else with half a brain. But this is simple shit that you're making more complicated. God knows why. Um, they sell on the anime, um, on the Anime Roundtable podcast that people have their opinions on what the best way to do things is. Pop line is, the people who think the way Crunchyroll is handling its subtitles and its audio tracks correctly are wrong. And because there's the right way to do it, we... We solved this problem already. Stop unsolving it. And on the advertising end, literally, just stop. If you're going to end of life Funimation, the first step should be keeping all Funimation socials up, but putting in big clear letter everything on Funimation will now be available on Crunchyroll. And if you have a fun, if you currently have a Funimation subscription, we are offering a a special promotion for Funimation subscription users. And I want to be clear: all Funimation subscription users, regardless of whether you have a Crunchyroll subscription or not, we are offering a free two month trial of Crunchyroll. If you're interested in signing up for Funimation, 
we suggest that you check out our content's new home on Crunchyroll, which is available for subscription info. That way, people who go look for you will still find you. But they will also immediately know, hey, this is what's happening. Let's go look at Crunchyroll. And also, just stop advertising. Just stop promoting posts on Instagram or on any social media platform. Because you're not going to be around for long enough to make that, to keep that promise. (laughs) And also, I want to, the last thing I want to do here is very important. One of my formative, like, experiences going to an anime con when I was a when I was a child, when when I was a teenager, when I was like when I was a kid, is my mom took me into an anime convention in New York. She actually took me to um Big Apple Anime Fest, which is um not around anymore, but I think I went to the very last one in two thousand fifteen. For it was literally taken away from us by the Republican Party. Actually, not two thousand fifteen. It was it was way earlier than that. It was like early aughts, but. I th- I was fifteen, not it was two thousand fifteen. That's that's the thing. And the for the Republican Party literally nuked it for its convention, which I hate. Um we walked into this like early off anime convention and they were we walked into the dealer's room. My mom walked over to this table and she's like, Alex I'll let you put the screen save on the computer. It's free. And she was just holding just the most insane hentai screensaver. And I <laughs> looked at her straight and I go, just, just take a second and look at what you are encouraging your underage child to take home with him and install on the family computer. I think I might have even been younger than 15 or something. But, like, she, like, took one look and she put it down. So what that says is, what that little anecdote says is really important. It says you need to be aware that people buying your, people buying subscriptions for kids as gifts. People are, like, you encounter people who, like, the... End user of the product will not be them. And more than that, they don't know what they're looking at entirely. They just know, my kid loves anime. It's his birthday. I'm going to get him a year's Crunchyroll, a year's worth of a Crunchyroll subscription. Because that happens all the time. Like, I've, I got a, I got a year's worth of a Masterclass subscription for Christmas at, for this last Christmas. And that means the least, the less confusing you can make it for someone to purchase a subscription to the right thing that will be there for long enough is important. And on that note, this is where I'm going to end it. Um, If you like this episode, new episodes of the podcast, 
come out every third day and Sunday. Sunday is more like this. It's more metatextual. It's more fandom-based. It's more industry-based. It's more what I'm thinking about that week. Um, new third day episodes are about individual shows or properties, sometimes a movie. I could just straight up tell you what the next two third day episodes will be about because they will be about Ranking of Kings is coming up next third day and the third day after that will be about the new Jujutsu Kaisen movie. And on that note, if you like the podcast, definitely subscribe. I'm pretty religious about this thing. Um, Tell your friends. And until next time, I've been Alex. This has been Lunchbox Radio Sunday Edition. And I will talk to you on Thursday.